OVW1160. The aftermath of Apocalypse. Which surely is just a barren wasteland. But not this week for OVW because this was better. And you know why I think it was? It was because stuff was simpler. There were three main strands here. And they didn't get involved with anything else. They played those strands out. And it worked well. Okay, so first up, which is um, one of the strands, you've got the Fanny Pack Party. Now, let me just let me just say here that I'm in the UK, and um, we call those what the US call Fanny Packs, the bags that go around the, you know, go around the, the waist, um, bum bags, Fanny Packs. Fanny means something else. It doesn't mean bottom in the UK, and Fanny Pack would be. Well, it's, it's not ideal and I don't like saying it. I'm going to have to say it quite a lot because these are Cal Hero, who wears one of those packs, and um, Justin Jackson, the fanny pack party. <clears throat> I don't really want a fanny pack party either. I think that'd be horrible. Um, and then they, they've won the Nightmare Cup, the 2021 Nightmare Cup. They have the cup and they put a fanny pack on the cup. Aha! Dark clouds are then ages a long way away. They're on some kind of balcony saying, well done, but you couldn't beat us. Well, as FPP, as I'll call them, say, why don't you come in the ring and we'll see. They are a long way away. They do seem a bit cowardly, to be honest. However, they will fight tonight. Brian is in the ring, Brian Kennison. And he tells us they will fight tonight, which is great. On to the first real match of the night, which is... Superior Tony Evans, who says he's bigger than your boyfriend, prettier than your girlfriend, I like that. Versus Luscious Lawrence, who is got juicy in the bank. It's like a dream ticket thing. Anyway, he's the Kentucky heavyweight champion as well. He's been messing with the country boy, the country boy, the country boy. He's been messing with the country boy, beat him up, took his title. Finally, the Kentucky heavyweight championship has been decided. I think this started in 1954, didn't it? And it's only just it's only just resolved this year, it seems so, anyway. Right, early on, there's a test of strength from uh, Tony Evans. He is, you know, they, they've both got strength here. Eventually, Lawrence gets his his swing, you know, it's like the Cesaro swing. I think he calls it keys in the fishbowl, because he's got that kind of, you know, swingers thing going on. It's a bit naughty and all that. I think he calls it that. But Evans has got a plan, works on the knee, chop blocks, punches it as well. He even does that to it. And then you've got some very poor clotheslines from Lawrence. One time, he just sort of puts his arm up, touches him and puts it down again. I mean, Evans sells it, but bloody hell. He hits a power slam and a fame asser. But we want to see if he's got the one night stand. He's sort of running, well, not running, just sort of jogging into position power slam. Can he do that with his bad leg? Yes, of course you can. It was only okay, this. And then backstage where the sound's very poor, very quiet first. You've got Josh Ascrap, Ascrap, with the, with his mate, Cashflow, and um, Dimes is coming in. You can't really hear them very much. And then they turn the sound up, but there's loads of ambient with it. He talks about losing him uh, an opportunity and has bought him an earring to go, just like the one that Dimes wears. He's trying to, trying to inculcate himself. Inculcate, I tell you, himself in with, um, 
or get in. All right, with uh, with cash flow. Yes. Now, next we've got Ari Alexander and Haley Shadows. Haley Shadows. Say what you see. And Ari Alexander is uh, perky, and Haley Shadows isn't. Brian tells us that OVW isn't rinky dink. He has to tell us that. Maybe he's been told, tell people this is not rinky dink. It's serious stuff. And then he tells tells us where the next taping is going to be. It's going to be live. And then we're going to, oh no, no, actually, we're going to tape it on that day and then it'll be shown on that day. So tells us it's not rinky dink, then gets it wrong. Brian, come on now. There is in the ring a poor Ari Alexander backdrop. Doesn't really get much height on it. And we don't get to see much of this before Freya the Slayer comes in now. You know, Freya the Slayer is, um, she, you know, she, she was in the gauntlet the other day. You know, there were blokes and Freya the Slayer. So she's got more power. She beats them both up and then says she wants the belt, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, she beats, she, she's got, she's got uh, Hayley Shadows lying down. She's got this stick where she's got that. This is a spot. And then she picks up Alexa, Alexander and slams her quite nicely, actually. I mean, it's quite neat. Right by uh, Hayley Shadows and then puts a leg drop on both of them. That's a good move, you know. It looks a bit um, convoluted, but then it, it works. It really does. I think she wants the belt. She's calling people out. She's, she's made a she's made a statement. That statement is, I'm doing what loads of people have done before. Okay, and doing what loads of people have done before again, ha, is Ronnie Roberts. Ha, because don't mention Brother Love. All right, don't mention Brother Love. Told you. He's doing the Preacher Man thing, as we know. And this is quite a good segment, actually, because the Rush Division champion, Gustavo, comes out with Rose in hand and he makes an open challenge. There's some um, dispute about him winning a two falls out of three um, match against Star Rider, who, of course, has always been a face. And so is Gustavo. The crowd, actually, are louder and more involved than I have heard them for months with OBW. There's lots of Star Rider, some coward and all that kind of stuff when Star Rider finally comes out and gets a bit arrogant. I should have won. They show him the VT, which is, well, when you got your, the pin that you thought won it, actually, um, I think you'll find Gustavo's hand was under the ropes. It clearly was. I should be the champion. It doesn't really, you know, when faced with the evidence, what you need to do is shout and that will, that will win the day. So Star Rider was becoming arrogant now, which is why he's had got the, the there are some people chanting his name, but some people are chanting coward, and some people are not coward or not, I can't remember, jealous? Something like that. Anyway, there are anti-chants as well. It's the first time we've heard this for ages in OVW, and it's a good sign. They, of course, will go for it. Ronnie Roberts says, I've got some play around here. How about a 30-minute Iron Man match on November the 23rd? And then suddenly they're they're trying to fight each other. Ronnie can barely keep it together. Security, please, security. And um, suddenly, yes, that's a match. It's a thing. No one's gone to Uncle Al Snow to ask him if it's all right. He owns the place. Well, part owns it. And, you know, suddenly, there we are. It's, it's all all right. It's a bit weird. But I think a 30-minute 30 30 Iron Man match, I'm doing the same thing that Brian does afterwards. 30-man match. No, well, a 30-minute 30, 30 match. A 30-man match will be a rumble. Okay, and the main event is the Fanny Pack Party uh, versus Dark Clouds. It's not as good as you might want it to be. Because Dark Clouds look good. They're big blokes who look tough and greasy. And it's, you know, and FPP, as I would call them, are perky and 80s and over. 
and FPP work really well together early on. They, th- there's lots of quick tags, you know, all of that kind of stuff, loads of quick moves in and out, really nicely done. Then they get on the outside and things break down a bit because as Shannon, the dude, on commentary points out, that's where Dark Clouds want it. Back in the ring, Jackson hits a pretty nice drop kick. Not the best drop kick in um, pro wrestling, which is what Brian tries to tell us. I'm not buying that. I'm, I'm sure you've got a bridge you can sell me as well, and I don't want that one either. Then we've got a long, long, long headlock until um, Cal Hero hits a kick and gets Jackson in. Nice missile drop kick, nice frog splash, the pin is broken up. Towards the end, we get some nice, nice near falls. Then there's a ref bump. Of course, FPP get the pin. One, two, you could count to 100. I count to 1,050. And then a new ref's in there. One, two, he's pulled out by one of uh, one of Dark Clouds. This is this is working well towards the end. It builds up nicely. Then, of course, FPP are either distracted or tired or something, or they've been told to go home, and Dark Clouds hit a tilt-a-whirl neckbreaker for the pin, and they keep their belts. It became good, actually, but I thought it could have been... A, I think it could have been given more time. I think it was given about... 15-20 minutes and they could have ramped it up a bit earlier. The ending was very good but it could have been better early on. However, three main strands. The tag teams, Gustavo and Star Rider and the Women's Championship. Hit those three. You've got another match in there as well which is Luscious Lawrence people like. That's all you need. I know there was the shenanigans with dimes, but let's ignore that. That's all you need. They have really tried to push things in in previous weeks. And it's just... I just thought, what's going on now? There's not enough time given to any of these. So none of them come off that well. It was different this week. It looked more sure. It looked brighter. It looked better. There was more air in it. Hopefully, we'll continue in this vein. But are we watching it? Again, he rhymes with <laughs> <clears throat> fanny pack. Ta ta.